Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. Dude, this is not the podcast I thought we would be having. (laughs) You're telling me. Unbelievable, dude. Completely unbelievable. And we will take all the credit. All the credit. And and some listeners even gave us some credit. That's right. Max said, you were wrong, and so was I. Love you both for it. Go Sharks. The window is open. Other people have said, Scott said, dudes, you did it. That was all you. <laughs> Our negativity has worked in the past. We've broken the curse of Dan Boyle, and now we broke the mojo of the Vegas Golden Knights, dude. On to Nathan McKinnon to just completely neuter him in round two. Dude, completely insane. There, if you any shark fan thought this was going to happen, you're a liar. Like you're a cheat and a liar. There's no way that anyone could have laid out this script the way that it played out. To come back from down three one in the series, and then to come back from down three nothing with ten minutes left in Game Seven in the third period. No, in less. the third period, it's. Yeah, it's not something I have never seen anything like this before. I I have never no, experienced. I mean, we've been watching hockey a long time, dude. We've been uh, we've seen a few games here and there. A, a lot of people are saying this could be one of the greatest games in NHL history. Not for Vegas. It, well, and and we'll get into Vegas's uh, big baby reaction to all of this. By the way, yeah, and we'll talk about the penalty in quotes also. Of, of course, but um. Let's start with the, I mean, Vegas, they blew it. They choked. Mm -hmm. The Sharks have finally been on the right side of history here. Yeah. And you know what? Vegas, it hurts a little bit sometimes, doesn't it? It stings a bit. And we are not even close to being in uh, the front of the line of longtime sports fans who suffer right. right i mean there are many others who have suffered much longer maple leafs come than to the mind. san jose sharks right <laughs> but listen dude there's the sharks fans and this sharks team and not necessarily this sharks team but sharks teams have been on the wrong side of every single one of these dude yeah the time when they lost uh when they were the one seed and looked destined to go all the way, they won the President's Trophy and they lost to the Ducks in the first round. Right, the most painful one, getting being you know in infamy, losing after being up three nothing to the LA Kings, completely crumbling, dude. Timo Solani missing the open net. Timo Solani missing the open net. I mean, so many examples yeah. of the Sharks, you know not being on the right side of history in some of these key moments, the Dan Boyle own goal. Yeah. Right. And finally, finally, dude, finally with a, a hell of a lot of determination and some luck, which no doubt in every single cup run, every team has luck go their way. We talked about it even before the playoffs started is that you got to have luck in order to make a cup run. It's way too early to say that the sharks are past that and they've gotten the luck they need, but they've certainly got a nice dose here. 
not only because of the penalty, which we'll talk about in a minute, but also because of this crazy topsy-turvy postseason so far. I mean, it's it's something you you know one be, uh, one top seed, maybe not the number one, but the number one or number two gets knocked off in the first round pretty much every year. It's not that surprising, but to see as many high seeds fall this year, I don't ever remember anything like this, especially as team as do- a team as dominant as Tampa losing. But dude, let's talk about Game Seven because that's what people are here. You know, the the comment thread on the last podcast is amazing. Got lots of posts. One guy took us to task because we didn't record long enough before Game Seven. But you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? But and of course, there's a lot of discussion about the penalty. But let's talk about the game before the penalty happened. And to be honest, I wasn't that upset with how the Sharks played. Sure. I thought they played pretty well. I thought they carried possession. I thought this was going to be another one of those games that we've seen so many times where the Sharks play pretty well. They have possession. I They were leading on the shot clock, I know, when the penalty happened. And, and part of that was because they had more power plays. But I thought they had better chances. They had more zone time. And Vegas was just capitalizing. It was 3 nothing. I thought the third goal for Vegas was a dagger. I didn't turn off the game, but I felt like turning it off at that point because I just didn't want to see this descent into another early loss, another disappointing playoff loss. Right. And that's where we were. Right. Well, Fleury was playing out of his mind. He was too. playing amazing. I was thinking to myself, there's no way this guy gives up any goals. He's just play- He's playing just awesome. He's one of those sort of Craig Anderson type performances to that point. And then Joe Pavelski cracks his head open on the ice. Right. And, you know, we can maybe after we sort of recap everything here, we'll get into the penalty itself or the call. But that moment. Right. Circle it. Right. Right. I'm, and, you know, we won't even try and speculate as to what Joe Pavelski's health status is. Uh, all, every amateur doctor after it was not fair to put Tomas Hurdle on the spot after the game. He goes, yeah. oh, Joe looks good. He's smiling. <laughs> I think maybe he, he he's tough. He'll be back next series. Yeah, I was right. like, come on. Don't ask. Come on. That's not fair. Everybody else. And Joe Thornton looked fairly grim. So I'm yeah. not sure which doctor to believe here. But it doesn't matter. I mean, um, we'll find out whatever we find out if we ever find out do i expect him to play in game one against the avalanche on friday like hell no 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 but uh you know it's been well recapped where the sharks they looked grim as joe pavelski was going off the ice and in a profanity laden speech on the bench joe thornton Put down the gauntlet yeah. and said, go score three right now. Yeah. And they did one better than that. That's right. And I don't know, dude. I mean, like, I, it was surreal to experience the game that I was experiencing it because, you know, I, I was on vacation with my family, as right. everyone who listened to the last episode and no, this this vacation had been planned for months. All right? right, so I didn't ditch out on the playoffs. Right, <laughs> so um, I was getting text updates. We were still in the park, uh, and when it was three nothing, uh, I didn't turn off the alerts, but I I certainly was feeling pretty grim. And you were telling me it just just didn't look good. Yeah. Right, um, we're walking back as it goes three one, and then our other friend. Uh, 
texted me and said, it's a five minute major. And I went, Oh, okay. Yeah. So it went three, one. And then I felt like it was 15 seconds later. I got the alert saying it was three, two. Right. And I just stopped everything that I was doing and sat down on a bench in California adventure <laughs> and watched the rest of the game. Yeah. And a dude, I mean, when they scored that second goal, I was like, "They're gonna, they're gonna win this game." Yeah. I, 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 and when they tied it, and LeBanc started skating in for that fourth goal from the point, he was like, "No one's gonna mark me. Screw it. I've been on on every other goal right in the last three minutes. I'm gonna take this one myself." Bang! Right. You could feel it. You could just feel it completely coming off. Vegas crumbled. They completely melted. They did. They they totally melted under the pressure, and the Sharks seized the opportunity. And we know what that looks like because we've seen the Sharks do it. Yeah, absolutely. Frankly. And maybe not this team, but in years past, we have long memories. If I'm sorry, you know, penalty or no penalty, right? If you want to win the Stanley Cup, you better kill part of a five minute major. That's right. Right. So all this whining and moaning and groaning, you guys gave up four power play goals in five minutes. You lost, right? Yeah. You lost. And that's why you lost. You couldn't kill a penalty when it counted. So you can moan and groan about whether it's a call or not, but you still got to come up big in big moments. And when you had your biggest moment, you couldn't do it. And that's why you went home, Vegas. Yeah. That's why you went home. Listen, was it should it have been a major... With the benefit of retrospect and replay, it should not have been a major penalty, right? I think most Sharks fans would probably agree with that statement. Yes. If, if you have the benefit of replay and you look at everything, and now, of course, everybody's calling for rules changes, which I think is, which I think is overreacting and lame, but they didn't have the benefit of a what they saw is a guy that they thought was cross-checked, after discussion, the refs are allowed to discuss with the linesman, and clearly Joe Pavelski was knocked out cold on the ice. He was cross-checked, dude. He was. He was. I mean, but I think what the defense of it is, is that happens on every play, right? right? Okay. Well, you know, he was cross-checked. Should it have been a major? No. Was it unfortunate what happened to Joe? Yes. If you were the ref in the moment and you saw one of the league's best players with his head bleeding on the ice, would you have felt compelled to call a major? Probably. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it, Was it the wrong call in retrospect? Yes, it was. Was it understandable in the moment? Absolutely. Do you want to have Toronto intervening and stopping the game for five minutes in those kind of moments. I mean, are we? is that where we're headed? It's possible. This has been a snowball, dude. This goes all the way back to the Super Bowl. This yeah. goes all the way back to Virginia getting into the Final Four. There's been a snowball of events of teams that are labeled as not deserving to be there, right? Right. You know? So um, it's unfortunate that people are going to hang that mark around this Sharks team if they march all the way to the end. Right. They didn't deserve to be there. And of course, we can, and I'm sure other Sharks fans like us, will point to other situations. Sure. Some in that very game. I think that was definitely a high stick by Eakin on that goal. I Absolutely. Don't see, I don't see how it wasn't. Dude, it totally was. And the, and the, and the interference, the Logan yeah. Couture interference, and then the penalty that completely flipped that game. Right. And then they win. 
right? I, I put, so I'm sorry. It goes both ways, right? I, I put, mean, I put it to myself this way. Which do you think would make a bigger impact on a game? A goal disallowed in a tie game in the playoffs resulting in a power play for the other team and a score. So a two-goal swing in a tie game. Then, or would you talk about you're up 3 nothing and you have to face a major penalty with five minutes left in the game? Which would you rather have? Which, which would be worse? It would be worse to have a two-goal swing in a tie game. That's yeah, worse. You know, absolutely. And the Vegas team got the benefit of that. And they won that game. So you can bitch and moan all you want. Right. But you guys got that one. And you know what? We got this one. And unfortunately, you guys lost three games in a row when it really mattered. And you're out. And have a little bit of heartache pie, everybody. Right. How's it feel, Vegas? This is your second year in the league. You, you can't just go to the Stanley Cup Finals every year. That's not how this works, <laughs> right, right? Right, It's not how this works. I, you know, I'm not going to say they deserve it. They, they got hosed in that call, but these kinds of hosings happen. They happened to the Sharks earlier in the same game. They happen in game two. And the question is, how do you respond to that? You know what? They gave up four goals, and then they tied the game. Sure. And they had several chances to win it in overtime. Absolutely. And they did not. They had the majority of the best chances to win it in overtime, and the player that we've been hating on yeah. for you know the last week and a half has come up huge here at the end here. Yeah. He's the player that we had hoped and knew that was possibly there based on our last cup run. I mean, he was outstanding at the end of that game and uh, save the Sharks bacon many times. And yeah, dude, I mean... I Listen, they, here, here's, here's the thing that I say, I'd say about the penalty. It's unfortunate that it happened that way. It's unfortunate that, that that's... You know, the Sharks came back and scored that many goals. It's just not a good look for Vegas coaches and players to say this lost us the series because there were so many things they could have done to prevent the Sharks from winning yeah. not only that game, but the other games in the series. Yeah. And if you think, oh, we're going, it's tied going into overtime. Both teams were tired. Sharks were down. Now they were out Joe Pavelski. You're going to, so you're telling me Vegas would not have traded Cody Eakin for Joe Pavelski in terms of two guys that missed the rest of the game. Of course, Vegas would take that trade. They actually got the better deal. It was a tie game in overtime. I would take Vegas every day of the week, given how they were playing that game. So, I don't know. It's a it's a very sour grapes. It's not a good look. I understand they're very frustrated. We would be extremely frustrated if the tables were turned. But still, you got to think of all those situations in which you could have done something different. Try not giving up four power play goals in four minutes. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> how about playing some better hockey yeah. on the penalty kill? Right. Uh, dude, I don't want to talk about those sour grape losers anymore. <laughs> uh, it's am, over for them and it's yeah, forward for the Sharks. I'm... I'm the thing that's incredible about this is that, I mean, I will stand by my statement that, you know, a week ago, I think we were staring into what could have possibly been the darkest moment in Sharks franchise history. I know that you don't agree with that, but um, I could have seen a, you know, a cascade of events happening. Sure. Um, and now I think even if the Sharks don't advance, that they have saved some of those events. You know, mm -hmm. there's certainly a lot, you know, for Eric Carlson. Yeah. This is a lot better of a situation right now, right? Yeah. yeah. He was, he assisted on the game winning goal in the most important goal 
in probably Sharks franchise history. I mean, that game, like, right. Right. Uh, he was an instrumental part in that. And this team, if they weren't already close, you know, they've just gotten that much closer. There's a there's a clip that's been going around on Twitter that I can't I can't get enough of, and it's it shows the goal and everything, and it shows the moment when Barkley Goodrow walks into the locker room yeah. after the win, yeah, and just to see like the excitement and the elation on everybody in that room, it's the best. Yeah, it's just the best, and. You know, if Joe Pavelski comes back and is able to play again in this postseason, that'll be even better. Clearly, Joe Thornton was emotionally moved by that. Clearly, the rest of the team decided, okay, now is the time. And the real question is, how far are the Sharks going to be able to ride this wave? And it's a do it for Pavs. And to a lesser extent, the undercurrent, it's let's do it for Thornton because we don't know if Jumbo's going to be back. I think Certainly. could those two you know, those two movements carry this team into the Stanley Cup? I have no idea. But given how the rest of the playoffs have turned out, I wouldn't bet necessarily bet against the Sharks right now. I mean, well, given how who we're going to face, probably, you know, obviously Colorado in the next round, and then most likely St. Louis after that. That's, sure. That's If you told us before the postseason <laughs> yeah. that we'd be facing Colorado in the second round and maybe St. Louis in the Western Conference Finals, we would be so excited. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I think... My biggest fear is that the Sharks have uh, sh- fired all their bullets. Right. And that, oh, yeah. you know, there are other guys we know on this team that are banged up. Um, and we don't know v- what Vlasic's issue has been. We don't know, you know, Timo Meyer, Vander Kane really hasn't been very productive. Right. Um, what's going on with those guys? If getting now three nights to kind of, you know, recover. I guess really only two nights, uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll help them, you know, you know, save some energy and get ready for the beginning of this series. Um, it would not shock me if they lose game one coming off of an incredibly emotional moment, right. Playing a team that's been very well rested now. Um, yes. After just drubbing the flames, for the majority of that series. Right. And and Colorado is a pretty young team and they've been resting what a week or something like that. Right. You know, this is not like I said earlier we would be thrilled but that top line of Colorado is playing amazingly well yeah. and they have a goaltender that is not playing unlike Marc-Andre Fleury and just stoning the top talent of the Flames in the last round. Yeah, I mean this is the challenge with this team. Is uh Colorado is a fast young team. With two elite uh, forward talents, yeah, you know, and um, and a goalie that is incredibly hot in Grubauer. So, you know, for the Sharks, uh, who fared well against uh, the Avalanche, I believe during the regular season. I know we beat them five two at the end of the year. <clears throat> I'm not sure what the other matchups were, dude, but I think that that they did well. You want to pull up the it's like Washington's leading early here, dude. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Washington's leading um, as of this uh, recording. Dude, let's bore the listeners by looking at the Sharks' schedule and seeing uh, how they did against Colorado this year. I think they won all the games. I, I think all someone, of them? I think someone tweeted that they won all the games against Colorado. Okay, well, let's, you know, actually, it, as we've discovered, 
it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, uh, based on you know the regular season records here, dude. I'll let you kind of scroll through. Uh, but here we go. One. Five four win in January. Uh, yeah, I don't think there was one before that. Columbus four three on the first of March. Is that we only played them two times? No, we play them at the end of the year then too. So we played them three times. Yeah, and we won five two at the yeah. end of the year. So so yeah, I mean uh, that's good, uh, but <laughs> better than the opposite. Um, but yeah, the, the you Colorado know, the, was. I mean, Colorado by the numbers is the worst playoff team. They're the worst playoff oh, team yeah. statistically, oh, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, they are the worst playoff team. What does that mean? Nothing really, right? Right. Um, should the Sharks win this series? Yes. Yes, they should. Is mm-hmm. this the draw that you want in the perfect world to get to the cup? Yes. You bet it is. Yes, it is. I mean, you know, this is what you want. Yeah. If you want to have a cup run set up. Then- but I, I think you, you put it perfectly, dude, in that, you know, we talked about all the things that have to break right for a team to get to the cup. You know, and two of those things have not gone the Sharks' way so far. One is... It, Teams that tend to win the cup tend to have short series. Maybe the next series will be short for the Sharks. I would like that to be. But usually teams that go 7-7-7 games in in these rounds do not win the Stanley Cup. And the other thing is injuries have to break right. And certainly it seems like Eric Carlson is not 100%. Obviously, we don't know anything about where Joe Pavelski is at. Uh, You know, Radil you know is in the lineup Shimmick is out for the entire you know year well Don Scoy got hurt after playing well in game six I mean yeah the Sharks uh, are banged up no question they're banged up so you know Couture has a really nice smile now <laughs> it would be nice it would be nice if the Sharks could end this series with Colorado in five and you've got to think that they know that you know they know that sure um, that you know because we're both expecting it to be St. Louis means it won't be, but I fully expect it to be St. Louis uh, in the Western Conference Finals. They are the hottest team in the NHL coming into this. They've no continued to play that way, um, beating Winnipeg in six. So um, even so, I mean, like, can you imagine if a scenario presented itself that the Sharks would have to go through Colorado and then Dallas? Like, I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, the, and then they play columbus and or carolina in the cup finals like i mean you know which is possible like these things are all possible and um i don't care who it is right i mean like a cup's a cup right that's right um but you know there are definitely some matchup problems but do i expect the sharks to win this series yes i do yes i do too i mean you look at the the avalanche blue line it's not very good no i mean it's not great it's you know, it's guys that you've heard of before, but it's not guys that you're scared of. Tyson Berry, Ian Cole, Eric Johnson, former number one pick, Cole McCarr. These are not guys that strike the fear into you the way Brent Burns, Eric Carlson do. Sure. Um, no. So, or Derek Engeland. Derek Engeland. Oops, your beard was super droopy last yeah. night. You look sad. Yeah. Nate Schmidt. Oops. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd certainly not. rather face that. Hey, that how than- about how about this? As a, I, I, I like this story, and I like it less because we're playing him, but 
I mean, Matt Nieto's kind of turned into a, a very reliable NHL player here, dude. I yeah. mean, he's uh, had a, a nice uh, playoff so far. I think he's got four points. And let's he had see. four whole goals in the regular season, dude. D- dude, but I'm just saying he's 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 basically essentially turned into a regular NHL player. Um, you know, not not what the Sharks expected him to be in the second round when they picked him, which is why they cut bait with him. Yeah, and I think they expected him to be a scorer, but um, he has carved out a, a essentially a full time role with this team. So yep. good for him. It's a nice little subplot here. You wish him well, of course. Sure, of course. Not a great rapper, but you wish him well. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is a team that has two players that you are very scared of. Yeah. McKinnon and Rantanen. Yeah, and they've got some interesting, you know, I mean... Uh, I mean, Landeskog obviously is a great player. Sure. None of these other players I am not super yeah, I mean, they, frightened they, of. You know, some... They're depth players. A lot of them you haven't heard of. You know, I mean, of course, we know who Colin Wilson is from his time uh, with the Nashville Predators and the Pittsburgh Penguins. But, um, you know, for the most part, the this is a young, fairly anonymous team where one of their top blue liners is Ian Cole. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm not saying Ian Cole's a bad player, but, you know, he if he's your number two, then you got to take advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, this right? is a team that had ninety points, right? You know, yeah. I mean, this is a team that was fifth in their division. This is not, this is not a team that crushed people. Of course, Nathan McKinnon had ninety nine points. You got to keep an eye on that guy. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So, but so these I mean, are these are good players. They had three thirty goal scorers, and McKinnon, Ranton, and Landeskog also got over thirty. Yeah, Soderberg had a good year. Yeah, I mean, these are there's some there's some no, good it's guys. Not here. A, it's definitely it's, they're not garbage. You no, know, no, no not clearly at all. not, and they took advantage of what Calgary's biggest weak spot was, was goaltending. I mean, they lit them up. They scored a lot of goals on them, yeah, right? Yeah, they did. They lit them up. And, and not also not a good look for Calgary. Yeah. You know, I love Mike Smith. Well, I'd like to come back. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> They'll be looking for their eighth goaltender in five seasons there. They have not gotten that right at all. So... It's... Um, it's it's a it's a dream matchup. Let's let's be honest. It's a sure. dream matchup. The Sharks maybe aren't in dream shape, but it's a dream matchup for the Sharks. This is a team they like we said they beat every time in the regular season and this is a team that I'm sure the pundits and the Sharks themselves fully expect to beat. But we need to take caution that this is a team that dispatched the number 1 team in the division. Yeah, absolutely. You give them full credit for that. Um the only thing that worries me about the Sharks being able to beat this team is overall team health. Yeah. I mean, that's the the only thing I'm concerned about. I think it's a real concern, but um, I'll be bummed if all of that last night was for a second round exit against the Avalanche. Yeah. Because oh, I'm sure. not sure how much we'll remember that. You know, we'll remember right. it. We'll remember the game. We'll remember the game, but this is an opportunity to yeah to really go to deep. really go deep here, and you know they know it. Yeah. They they know it, and I expect them to respond. I'm gonna say, <clears throat> I'm gonna say Sharks in six, dude. Uh, unfortunately, I think the the Avs. I think the Avs are gonna win game one. 
I think the Sharks are going to understandably come out a little flat. I think the Sharks are definitely going to win game one. Okay. I'm, I think the Sharks are definitely going to win game one. They're either going to lose game two or game three. And I might as well be optimistic. I know, you know, we're wrong about everything, but maybe we're right for once. Everybody was happy that we said the Sharks are going to lose game seven, but I'm, I think the Sharks could make this a short series. I think if they find a way to play that keep them to the outside style that they managed to tune up in games five and six of the series because if if they do if they do the hey we're going to trade punches and we're going to give up two on ones either end of the ice the sharks are going to lose and they're going to lose quick so i think they're going to figure that out quickly if they don't know it already and they're going to win in five games i I think they could dispatch this team i think colorado caught some magic and the magic's going to end I like it, dude. I like it. Let's take a quick look around the NHL and at the other second round matchups, dude. You know, Washington, as of course, I'm sure the listeners will know the end result of this game by the time, uh, you know, we we post it. But Washington is currently leading in that game 7-1-0. Uh, the winner of that game gets the New York Islanders. Uh, and the other uh, side of the bracket, the Boston Bruins are going to be playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, that could be kind of a tasty, interesting series, actually. Um, both teams, uh, Columbus has had a long time off. Um, I think that could be fairly exciting. Um, and then in the central, in what I don't know if that I would call it exciting, uh, St. Louis and Dallas, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's uh, not a game that- it's amazing. You see the Preds, Jets, Tampa Bay, um, Calgary, all gone. And Washington possibly all being gone. I can't. I don't know that the ones have ever all lost. I I can't remember. And I don't remember that. Yeah. And yeah. you know, the twos are still standing. It's not been a good year to be the three, <laughs> uh, except for St. Louis. It's been a great year to be the four, uh, because the wildcard teams have really ruled the day here. So. Uh, dude, in terms of the Vegas bet, I've got Boston and I've got Columbus, so I've guaranteed to have the team coming out of the Atlantic. You've got Carolina and Washington. I've got the Islanders, so we'll be going head-to-head in the Metro. That is key. That is huge. Yeah. Um, somehow the Islanders can win that matchup, then I've got a guaranteed team in the Cup, which will make you pucker. Yeah. Uh, I've got St. Louis, dude, and I've also got Dallas. You have Dallas? <clears throat> yeah, so my my Vegas bets not not going um, so good. And then do I have Colorado? You have Colorado. Yeah. So uh, you're sort of hinging my, my, on the uh, Capitals here, which is uh, right. Not a terrible bet. Not a terrible bet. You know. So really, God, do I have Dallas? I think I do. Okay. I, I don't even remember. <sighs> I gotta check. It doesn't matter. They're gonna lose. No way. <laughs> I know. I'm. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, this whole thing has been so, so bizarre. Um, let's see. I got to find out before we get off the air here. All right. Um, so I'm going to say. It's just it's, it's just such a weird situation when the third, fourth, and fifth best teams in the Central Division are still in the playoffs. And the first and second teams are both out. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's just, it's a crazy situation. Yeah, and the Islanders are the team that I have no way to judge how good the Islanders are. You know, they certainly surprised the Penguins. Let's put it that way. Yeah, dude, you have Dallas. Okay. 
So okay, I <laughs> oh no, no, they're not going to be out. I you know I was going to say I'd still I'd say it again even though it's against my interest. I think Dallas is actually the worst team in the playoffs. I don't I think Colorado is better. Um, Dallas had the worst goal differential um, of any team, and they just could not score. They scored 210 goals all season. Colorado scored 260 goals. Now, their formula is going to be similar to the Sharks, just be the first team to three. Yeah. And let Ben Bishop, who when healthy is a dominant goalie. Right. You know, I mean, you're just sort of waiting for the glass house to crumble with Ben Bishop, you know. Right. He gets hurt, they're done. Um, whereas, you know, in Colorado, Grubauer isn't working out. They, their backup's Varlamov. Right. Right? So They're, they're in decent shape you know, there. They've got a pretty good one-two punch there. Um, dude... Anything goes at this point, right? I mean, I... Dude, this I, is something I never it's, it's, yeah, expected I know. to happen. I think you were essentially speechless last night okay. after the game. I just... Um, I didn't know what to think. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't... I, I can't believe it. I don't think any... I think all of us are in shock, but it's a happy shock. Finally, the Sharks fans are enjoying the happy side of the shock, and I don't know. Let's... Let's let's try and ride this to something special. Dude. Let's this, ride this, the this, wave. Go Joes. This could be something special, and you know you're setting up for, uh, you know what could be some fun storylines here at the end. Sharks St. Louis again. The team mm-hmm. who the Sharks beat to get to the cup last time. Right. Could that be who they have to go through the next time? I mean that that would be uh, wild, and then uh, you know having. Uh, Barry Trotz, could he take the Islanders to the cup without Tavares? Yeah. It would be crazy, right? I mean, certainly Islanders Islanders caps. That's amazing. be so exciting. All right, dude. Well, the podcast turns on, right? And this stupid beard continues. Yeah. This is the worst beard. It's already itching, and I'm mad at it. But go, But go Sharks. Go Sharks. Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.